10 years ago, you couldn't just have a modern process. The lender, the real estate agent, the title company, we're all using on-prem software. Yep. And if you're not you know, web-based, if you're not web-first and actually doing, have really sophisticated APIs, talking to one another, there's just no chance that you can deliver that consumer experience. No chance. Hey folks, this is Clayton Collins, CEO at HW Media. And today I'm down in Austin, Texas at the Future of Real Estate Summit. This is an event hosted by Qualia. Qualia, you might know, is a fintech or a prop tech company focused on making it easier to buy and sell real estate. They have been innovating at kind of the hub of connectivity between title companies, real estate agents, and mortgage lenders doing what they can to make the real estate track transaction more efficient. Their CEO, Nate Baker, who I initially met in 2016 at an Ellie Mae Experience Conference, has built a heck of a business over the last seven years. And that is evidenced by the hundreds of clients that are here in Austin today, uh, talking about the software and its capabilities and their plans for innovating in their, their title closing real estate and mortgage businesses. In today's conversation with Nate, we go deep into his views on the order of operations of innovation in the title industry. We talk about some of the trends that he is seeing from the millions of transactions that are processed through the Qualia platform and some of the anecdotal information he's hearing from title reps, specifically refi title reps who have a little more optimism than one may have anticipated. Thank you all for tuning in today. Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Nate live from the Fours 2022 Summit in Austin, Texas. Rocket Pro TPO is delivering more for partners with Cruz. It's a dedicated team of experts who help you navigate the mortgage process. You have direct access to underwriters, closing specialists, and purchase title coordinators working on your loans from start to finish. That means more accessibility, efficiency, certainty, and speed. Cruise is your team that knows your business. To learn more, visit rocketprotpo.com. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states in MLS number 3030. Connectivity. That's a theme, right? Oh yeah. What, what is connectivity in at Qualia? So I, I think it, it means actually bringing everyone together in the transaction. I mean, you're familiar with this from housing wire is it's not just about the lender. It's not just about the real estate agent, not just about the title company. Everyone actually has to work together to make a modern closing experience. Which has been the the biggest challenge the the housing industry has faced, I think, for 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 decades, but really accentuated over the last uh, year and a half, two years. And it's funny to talk about that. I was just mentioning to you pre-show. I think this is the first podcast I've recorded in person in I don't know eighteen months or so. It's good to so, see you. Uh, so connectivity here too, Nate. Absolutely. <laughs> so we are we are live here at the Future of Real Estate Summit Fours twenty twenty two, hosted by Qualia down in Austin. I think this is my third fours. How many yeah. t- how many times have you done this in person? Three times. Three times. Okay, wow. I'm there like we go. I'm like OG. You're I've a done, pro. I've done all of them. Um, so tell me, let's let's talk more. We kicked off the theme of connectivity, but like tell me what you hope to achieve with fours. Like what what is the what's the goal and the key topics that you hope to bring this audience together around at this at this annual summit? You know, the, the thing I open the the summit with is 
that the real estate transaction is actually still kind of a disaster. You know, we've all tried to improve it and made progress over the years, but it's it's actually it's still really difficult. You know, you can you can do all sorts of things, really complicated things on Amazon and it'll show up at your house in minutes, but the real estate transaction is still just brutal. And so the central question of the conference is what's it look like in 10 years? How do we actually move to an easy, secure, enjoyable real estate transaction? Because we're not there yet. So I think Nate, you and I initially met in, I believe it was 2016 at the Ellie May experience in, in Las Vegas. I think it was 16, right? I think so. Yeah. And uh, Qualia was still, you were early. I think you were like a year into the founding story at that point. Yeah. So, so what was that theme of connectivity, the goal that you're working toward today in 2022, was that the, the, the vision back in those founding days and in 2015, 2016, as you're uh, building product and like kind of bringing the first customers into the ecosystem? So our vision has always been that the title agent in particular is uniquely underinvested in. And a lot of people that you, you talk to will say, oh, title, it's a, it's an administrative layer. It's a, it's a, you know, backwater of, you know, people look down on title, but our view was actually, if you can come in and make title important and give the title industry the best tools you can position to improve the transaction through all their partners. If you think about the lender, they don't see all the cash deals, 25% of deals. If you think about the real estate agent, they don't see for sale by owner 10% or refinances, which you know, depending on you know, what year is anywhere between 20 and 50%. And so our view is if you want to reinvent the transaction and actually build connectivity, it has to come from the title agent. So what we've done over the years since 2016 is build out with the title industry to start, but then empower the title industry to bring all their partners into a common platform. That was a theme that really popped to me yesterday during Charlotte Brown's talks. And Charlotte's the senior director of product at Qualia. She did a really good job at articulating where Qualia's products sit in the ecosystem. So for the for the uninitiated, uninitiated, the folks who don't understand where Qualia plays, can you give us kind of a high level of that kind of flow chart that, that Charlotte uh, presented to the audience yesterday? For sure. So our first product, Qualia Core, is you can think of as a system of record for the title agent. So if you're listening and you're a, a lender, think about your LOS. It's kind of an LOS for title agents. You know, it's it's the core system that does all your accounting, documents, you know, workflow. And your team will spend eight hours a day, every day in the software, you're doing all sorts of stuff. What we've built from there is systems that rely on that information, you know, to do automated things. So a marketplace for vendors, a, a product called Connect for everyone that, you know, touches the title agent, you know, that needs, needs to work with them in a transaction. And since our early days and, you know, when, when we met in 2016, we've expanded to also build products for title insurers, for lenders, and we have you know, hundreds of thousands of real estate agents and you know, millions of buyers and sellers who come onto the platform as well. 
So when you think about like where you are in your, in your growth cycle in 2016, kind of starting from zero, where, where are you today in terms of the percentage of closings that are, that you're seeing or they're happening through the, the Qualia platform with all of the different counterparties and real estate and title and mortgage lenders that you're, that you're attempting to connect? So we don't, we don't publish a, a percentage, but it, it's, you know, it's a large part of the industry and we have, as, as you see out in the conference, huge number of title agents and a lot of really big ones, you know, a lot of, a lot of the biggest yep. ones, um, as well as a lot of the small ones. And, you know, through that we've built into, you know, all their partners and brokers and lenders and all that. So I can't get you to give me a number, but okay. So let's think about this from a different angle then. So seeing a, a, a sizable number of transactions, um, what are you learning from the the data and the transactions that you're seeing? And like, what, what are like kind of the, the key themes that are popping out as you work with the, the pain points of lenders, the demands of real estate agents and the needs of, of title companies that you, you kind of spend your days and nights and yeah, weekends well, serving? The most obvious one, and this has been a theme of the conference, obviously, is refis have changed a yep. lot in the past, you know, two quarters, but really also a couple months, you know, two months. And so it's been interesting to, to talk through that with everyone. I think a lot of people reacted very quickly and are actually seeing it as a, how do we, how do we position to grow much more quickly in this environment? One of the things which is interesting about title is that you have a really wide mix of business types and a, and a strong mixing of which partners are working with who. And so you end up having kind of, uh, I guess, a, a diversified base of transaction types. And so that's been, that's been interesting to see is, you know, there's a maybe if refis are down a bit, then purchases in some areas are up a bit, you know, and, and maybe commercials doing well. So it's, it's interesting to see the transaction mix move around. Yeah. So do the, as transaction mix moves, do you see different uh, demands or constraints on the quality of platform? Or do you start hearing your, your clients ask for, for different features? And uh, maybe this introduces totally. the hackathon yesterday, which I thought was a, a pretty damn cool element of this, oh, yeah. of this event. Well, I think one of the most relevant things for us is who picks, you know, who, who is guiding the consumer in title agent selection because this determines a lot of the uh, the priorities of the title agent and a lot of the priorities of you know, the transaction. If it's a refinance, it's usually the lender who has the closest relationship with the title agent and can kind of push much more process uh, down to the title agent. If it's the if it's a purchase transaction, it's usually more local, more real estate agent focused. And so, a lot of what's happening right now is that you have purchase dominating the market. And so a lot of the lenders are much more focused on how do we streamline this process in working with you know, thousands of different title agents. If you're, if you're a large national lender, you might work with 5,000 plus random title agents in any given month. Uh-huh. 
And so let's um, let's talk more about the evolution of of technology in the title space. You mentioned title, like maybe having some some sleepier roots. At Housing Wire, we publish a newsletter called called Closing Time, just focused on on title and escrow. And um, there's uh, you know there's times where even the coverage feels like all right, we need to like what, what's 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 next in title. We uh, we we need interesting topics to keep the the audience engaged. And uh, so how, as as you've introduced, I'd say you're like a pioneer of of technology in the, the title space as as you've introduced Qualia to this market, how has the reception of innovation and technology changed amongst the, uh, the, the title agents and then other like yeah. industry counterparts that you it's work a, with? It's a great question because at the beginning, I was very worried about speed of uptake. But I think the number one thing which has surprised is that today the median title company is using you know sophisticated technology and is really on the offense, thinking of themselves as a digital first company that is, you know, sophisticated, modern, doing all sorts of things that, you you know, we both do in our businesses and, and would expect most other businesses to do. And so it's, I think, partially accelerated by COVID, but it was already happening and it's continuing to accelerate. And so I think the the playing field, the kind of competitive dynamics have changed materially over the past two years for a lot of these businesses where having good technology is actually very important to being competitive in a regional market as well as nationally. And so we see you know, more and more people doubling down on technology, not just us, but, yeah. but everyone. Um, and I think that that's going to continue. So then the, nat- the natural question is, well, how do you continue differentiating, driving innovation? And that's a lot of what we're focusing on in our product roadmap. A few weeks ago, I had a, a great conversation on this podcast with, with Pat Kinzel from, from Notarize and Patrick Burns from Spruce. And one of the, the topics that we, we kind of landed on was talking about the, the, order of op, the order of operations of innovation. Like what like groundwork had to be laid to, to get to we're not quite there yet, but like get to like the future of a of a digital mortgage. How have you thought about the the order of operations and like what what technologies had to happen, what things had to be adopted by your mortgage and real estate counterparts before the title agent could really become like that that digital nucleus in the the center of a real estate transaction? And and you mentioned great like acceleration during COVID, like how has COVID played a role in that order of operations, like get to where we were and where we're, where we're going. It's a great question because you couldn't 10 years ago, you couldn't just, you know, have a modern process because the, the lender, the real estate agent, the title company were all using on-prem software. And if you're not, you know, web-based, if you're not web-first and actually doing, you know, have really sophisticated APIs, talking to one another, there's just no chance that you can deliver that consumer experience. No chance. And so it's laying the foundational, to me, I call them system of record. So that's that's kind of the, the LMA in the lender world, qualia uh, in title, building the system of record, getting it distributed, and being kind of the 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 brain or the knowing the state of any transaction is what really unlocks being able to then build on top of that. Yep. And so that had to happen. And one of the things I said opening the conference is 
for the title industry and, and really for the mortgage industry as well, if you look at if you ten years ago look at how you work today, you'd recognize it. It it would be like, oh yeah, I get it. it it's improved a bit. You know, some things have not improved. Some things have gotten worse, but generally, it's improved. I think that looking ten years out, it will be more of a step change, and you won't recognize the way in which you work. And I think the reason for that is the you know, insightful question, which is the foundation has been laid in a lot of these industries where there is a common web-based underlying platform that can be built on much more rapidly. In uh, the session yesterday, I believe it was with Rick, Rick Hill from the NBA, he shared a chart that showed, uh, I think it was like by the last 20 years, and the, the transactions per underwriter and the, the transactions per, per originator, and uh, kind of over overlaid with commentary, like, hey, technology's been adopted like over the last like 20 years, 10 years, but we still see like transactions per underwriter like on a, on a negative decline. And I think one of the frustrations of the mortgage industry is like, hey, we've invested all this money in technology, but we're not really seeing the efficiencies yet and transactions have never been more expensive. How would you uh, like relate that to, to Tidal? And like, are we, are we at a point where like, it got more expensive because we were laying the groundwork, but maybe now we're at an inflection point of efficiency. One thing which is interesting on that question is I feel like refinances have gotten cheaper, faster than purchases. Right as they fall out, right as the it, floor falls out underneath refi. Yeah, but I mean just even over the last like 10-year trend. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with a consolidated source of demand for title business. You know, that goes back to lenders needing thousands of files a month versus real estate agents needing a dozen a year if they're really doing yeah. a lot of business. And so I think that has put more pressure on refinances. So one thing that I could see driving more prices down in the real estate or in the, in the purchase transaction is if the aggregators of demand for purchases. So to me, that means Zillow, or Realtor.com, or you know, a lot of these sorts of players um, are able to start compressing prices or driving marketplace dynamics in the yep. market. And I think, I think you need to see that type of dynamic more so than purely just the automation side to drive prices down. Yeah, that's that's a, that's an interesting perspective, and hopefully, it's one we start to see like. See, see play out because the industry, especially as we see refi fall out, need, need some efficiency to, to maintain some, some profitability. And totally. And I think, you know, just looking at Zillow's earnings and, you know, public, public um, presentations and investor day and everything, they, they seem like they have a bit of a rotation, you know, away from their, yep. their eye buying business and doubling down on their core market. And I think this would be a natural thing for them to focus on. So, Qualia is, is no stranger to, to M&A. You've, uh, you did a deal about, was it about a year ago with the Redware yeah, deal? almost exactly. Yeah, and I, it seems to still have buzz around this event with all the, the attendees. I've seen it come up in a few of the product roadmap conversations. But 
the M&A doesn't stop there. It seems to be kind of a, a theme across title and, uh, and housing technology, period. Y- yesterday, Housing Wars Editor-in-Chief Sarah Wheeler hosted a, a session with, with Aaron Cantor and, and Tony McGill about, about M&A, and b- both um, in title, but also in techno- housing tech and, and, and prop tech. What role do you think, um, or what's like, where do you think M&A will have the most impact on title and, and prop tech as we look forward for the next 12 to 24 months? I think there's two types of M&A to think through. One is sort of what you see with tech-enabled brokerages or lenders buying a brokerage or a title company or a lender, depending on where, which angle they're coming yep. from, so that they can vertically integrate. That is a trend that's going to continue because it's essential because all of those players are spending so much on customer acquisition, they need to figure out how to attach more margin. That's the game that First American's playing and Stewart's playing, right? The vertical integration card? Yeah. And I think even more so, I, I think of you know, the, the venture-backed you know, big lenders, the venture-backed big brokers that are doing this. Um, and a lot of them also want to have this end-to-end digital experience where the consumer experience is like one of their top yep. two goals, you know, revenue and consumer experience. And for them, being able to control everything is essential. So that's where I see a lot of M&A. Um, and then second, I think there's just a lot of consolidation going on in general. You know, I think, look at Stone Point. They, they have bought a huge number of businesses in the space. Um, you know, same with, you know, the names you mentioned, First American Fidelity, et cetera. And, and I think I think it'll probably continue, especially as people become more pessimistic about if, they, if you're really refinance focused and the next few years are going to be tough. You know, I, th- I think people might think about deals as well. Yeah, that's interesting. So how, how do you, as you run Qualia and think about corporate strategy, how, how do you think about what products, capabilities, client sets you want to build organically versus things you need to do faster through, through M&A to, to, you know, to bring something to market. I, th- I think that's the narrative with Resware, correct? Totally, yeah. Our, our view generally is to build organically. Our number one skill as a business is engineering. Yep. And so we're always trying to aggressively double down on that. I think where there are really good software platforms that are adjacent to our core business, we would absolutely look at them and, and consider them. But our preference is organic growth. It's just dramatically more capital efficient. And I think, you know, it's M&A always seems attractive and like there's there's something there, but you never know exactly, you know, what, what you're going to get. And, you know, I think if you look at historic returns on public company M&A, it's not very good. And so, you know, it's, it's you know, slightly negative on average. And, you know, that's kind of, I think a good thing to remember if you're kind of going into any M&A. And yeah. so I would say healthy skepticism, but definitely thinking about it. So a lot of the conversations at Forge 2022 are, are pretty tactical. The, the attendees here are a lot of your clients and, and title professionals and uh, counterparties across real estate and mortgage. Um, and they're focused on 2022, all the, the challenges that, that we have this year. Um, but as we look forward to 2024, 2025, we got about five years. How do you think title will change? And, and how do you think, what role will Qualia play in that, that future of this transaction? I think 
title and you know, you're already seeing this in in lenders in some way. I think it becomes increasingly air traffic control mm-hmm. of how are we bringing in information from our partners, from our vendors, and how are we setting up a lot of the uh, automatic configurations for our business and how we want it to to work, making sure we're giving you know a good client experience. And then the other part is just the natural sales bit that I think is going to continue in largely the same way, unless someone like Azillow or Realtor.com can figure that out, like I was talking about. I think that's that's the main thing. There's a increased use of technology to amplify you know your best people who are making a lot of decisions about how things are going to be flowing through and working. Um, and then you're going to use more technology vendors. It's not just going to be us. It's going to be, you're going to be using a, a tech first title search provider, a tech first, you know, you mentioned notarize, you're going to be using yep. people like them. And, you know, I think it's, it's inevitable that more, more technology find its way into the title company. That's an interesting point. Cause like, so the, you talk about like the venture back to mortgage and real estate players and I don't know, most of the industry for that matter talks about being end to end and they, they say end to end out of like consumer experience. But the reality is they, they want to play in, in all segments of the, of the housing transaction and, you know, hopefully pull some margin from, 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 from each, uh, from each service area. But I'm hearing a theme from you and from other operators in the prop tech space is a kind of a, a realization that there's not going to be a single tech platform that's the end-to-end solution for the incumbents in mortgage, real estate, and title, and that inter interconnectivity connectivity. The, the theme of the the event uh, is going to be a more and more important part of the future. Is that a have you seen that tide change over your seven years operating this business? Hundred percent. Okay. Hundred percent. I think every software platform originally was much you know that that we would talk to in the market was not interested in integrating and was going it alone. And I think everyone has kind of turned around on that. And I think that's really exciting actually because it might actually get done. And so our view is. When we say end-to-end, I think of that as meaning everything that goes into the closing with an emphasis on things that come from the title company and eventually you know, the, the, broader, the broader ecosystem through the lender, uh, through the real estate agent, uh, and how they think about closing. But we fundamentally are viewing ourselves as sort of a, a Stripe-like product in a lot of ways or like a for, for all these people who are trying to do end-to-end and so a lot of these tech tech names that you're mentioning um, and a lot of the brokerages and lenders use our product and you know, plug into our APIs. They might even white label it to enable this end-to-end consumer experience that they want where you can have this Amazon checkout flow on your phone. And I think that's, that's the part that is essential is that you enable all these people rather than saying, no, walled garden, it, it won't work. There's a few players out there who are either actively doing or talking about like rolling up tech solutions to like, hey, we can't develop all these capabilities, but yeah, we can rally up the capital and uh, cobble cobble together what we think is a is a is a best of breed and end to end tech platform. H- how do you think that thesis plays out? It might be a good just pure private equity play. Like you know, I think a lot of those businesses yeah. will do well, but it won't fundamentally change the technology that they're building. 
if it's not end to end between three companies and you buy those three companies, it's not, it's not like you changed anything. You just, you know, own the basket now. And so I think, I think a lot of people are thinking about that, you know, in, in you're thinking about M&A in that way where it's like, Oh, if I owned all these things, they would work together perfectly. Uh, but that's just not how it, <laughs> that's just not how it plays out. Well, in every, the one thing I, I think is fun about, covering this industry from an HW media perspective is every lender, every real estate brokerage, like might look the same from the outside, but from the inside, they're really different organizations. They have different processes, different capital market strategies, different funding strategies, different types of leadership teams. And ultimately those like little nuances mean that the tech stack is not going to be identical from, from lender to lender to lender, title company, title company, title company. Totally. And it's, it's really hard to deal with. You know, I think that's, that's a big part of why, you know, quality didn't exist when we came into the market is that it's just, it's difficult to go deal with all these use cases yep. and then how they interact with different types of customers and all that. It's, it's a lot of what I've been talking to big customers of ours about here at the conference is, Oh, I have this unique use case. Maybe I, I deal with, uh, you know, institutional investors or I deal with, with what have you, and we need something modified or done differently for that. And that's a lot of our business is dealing with that. So as we kind of enter Q2 2022, and I think the, the it's an open kimono that refi is, uh, is slip, slipping away quickly. It's been happening for, for three quarters now. And no matter where you sit in the housing industry, you have a, hopefully have a, a little more bandwidth and aren't running around with your, like a chicken with his head cut off, uh, doing transaction volume like a madman. Uh, you have a little bit of time to think about building businesses. And I, as I think about the attendees, the hundreds of attendees that are, that are here at fours, it seems like there's a, you know, the, the tactical folks that are focused on, Hey, how do I better use this platform? And other folks that are, how can I build my business and grow in this purchase cycle? So as you think about advice you have for the intent attendees at fours, um, where, where are you kind of directing people to focus their effort, focus their energy and strategy as they look out into 2022 to take advantage of what might be a little bit of a breather in, in terms of volume? Well, I think number one is to just deeply focus on purchases. And that's always my advice. They're better. They're, it's just a better type of business, especially for, for title companies to be focused on. I think the second thing is actually, you know, and this, this is a little bit self-promotional, but I think you need to be modernizing your tech stack and thinking of yourself as a technology company. Um, all of our customers are no different than, you know, these venture-backed title companies that you're talking about. They use super modern stuff. They have great consumer experience. They have all the APIs they need. Uh, and so you, thinking of yourself in that way and growing like that is totally possible. And you know, I, I think it's an opportunity to go on the offense for a lot of title agents as the market generally is a bit softer. So Nate, you're, you're hosting this event this week. I know you have uh, tons of people vying for your time. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to start to wrap this up, but w- one rapid fire question as we conclude here, is there anything that you have learned over the last two days, insights from one of your clients, insights from a, an insight from a partner, something that um, you didn't anticipate coming into this for summit, but you're, you're walking away with a, a new tidbit of knowledge or something that you're going to act on? I think one of the most interesting things to me is that the refinance focused title agents are optimistic, um, which, which I, 
I wasn't expecting coming in. And I don't think they're optimistic that say, oh, volume's going to come back tomorrow. But I think they are excited about using their their knowledge of how to run really large-scale operations to go into the purchase market. <clears throat> so I think that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And that's one of the other big things that's going to come out of this cycle is a lot of the best operators in our industry focus on refinances. And so now they're all having to focus on purchases. And so it's just going to be interesting to see. Yeah, that's an interesting, uh, that, yeah, that optimism is, is cool to hear. Well, Nate, thank you so much for hosting us here in Austin uh, at ACL Live. This Moody Theater is amazing. Great, great. Kudos to your team on putting on a great event and picking a great venue. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Bam. Now that is a wrap of this week's episode of the Housing News Podcast. Do me a huge favor and go to iTunes and rate this show. And if you leave a comment, you better tune in next week because you might get a shout out. Thank you. Thank you.